the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. But since thou bidst us leave the mounts, remain with us in the plain. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight, and that's good enough. And may the meditation of the hearts here be acceptable in your sight, and that'll be good enough, and your spirit will bless. For all Christendom on this day, Transfiguration Sunday, The words of those who preach and teach, the meditation of the hearts of those who worship, acceptable in your sight, and your spirit will bless. You see the sermon title, I wonder if you intimate from the title what the sermon is going to be about. Sermon title is Extreme Operation. What will he talk about? Will he talk about the cross? Extreme Operation. If some enemy of yours came up to you and asked for a big favor, I, unless you're an extremely strong Christian, I think you would have a particular response. The Bible says that while we were yet enemies of Christ, he died for us. While we were his enemies, he died for us. When we wanted nothing to do with him, he died for us. I think the most extreme operation one could ever imagine was the operation performed on Calvary's cross on that Good Friday. But that is not the meaning of the title. We will save that for Good Friday. The stream operation I want to talk about is from last week's gospel. And every time we read it, which is once every three years, it makes me shudder when I read it. It's the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus starts out very, very well. Blessed are the pure in spirit, blessed are the merciful, blessed are the peacemakers. He starts out very, very well. But then you come to the middle part, and in particular you come to Matthew five, nineteen, And this verse, if your right eye, if your right eye causes you to sin... Gouge it out and throw it away. Better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off, throw it away. Better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go to hell. Those are not pleasant words. Put a knot in my stomach whenever I read them, I wince. Whenever I read them, there are extreme sports out there. People running ultra marathon, people jumping off buildings with parachutes. There are ultra extreme activities out there. People walking on burning coals with bare feet. A guy 10 years ago in a bubble filled with water trying to hold his breath for eight minutes. While all the world watched. These words of Jesus fit that category. 
exceedingly extreme. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. He didn't say put a patch on your eye. He didn't say turn off the computer. He didn't say tie the hand down or bind the hand. He said pluck it out and cut it off. I always had difficulty watching television shows with medical themes. ER and Grey's Anatomy. Like the shows, but when it came to the operation, they're pretty graphic. And I would do what my grandchildren do. Tell me when it's over. Whenever I read Matthew 5, 29 and 30, it's one portion of the Bible that has that effect upon me. Such tortures are practiced in certain nations of the world by men such as Saddam Hussein. And the international community cries out against it. What is Jesus, the King of Peace? What is he talking about? Let me get at it this way. Why are operations done? Why? So that the AMA, the American Medical Association, can make lots of money? Is that why? Why are operations done? Is your family bored? You have nothing to talk about, so let's let someone have an operation, and then we have something to talk about for a month or two. Why are operations done? Some like to show off tattoos, and others like to show off their scars. Is that why operations are done? I think not. Operations are done because the body is sick or a portion of the body is injured. And in order for the whole body to get well, the operation must be done. If your hip is hurting you, it's not just the hip that's bothering the body. The whole body is affected. You begin to balance yourself in different ways. And all of a sudden you're wondering why your right knee is hurting if your left hip is the bad one. One does an operation to return health to the body. The doctor says to you, you can live for months and years with this thing going on in your body. You can live for months and years with this hernia or this prolapse or this relapse or this heart or lung or thyroid issue. The question is, the doctor will say, what do you want out of your life? Do you want to be able to play with the grandkids? Do you want to be able to take vacations? Do you want to be in this pain all the time? And then he will say to you, it's your choice and not mine. And sometimes operation cannot be avoided. If your appendix bursts, you got no choice. You got a tumor growing on your lung, you have no choice. If your heart is bad, you have no choice. This operation must be done to save your life. You have an operation believing that by doing so, your life will be of more worth and value to you and anyone else in your life. That's why you have an operation done. 
Why does Jesus talk about cutting off hands and plucking out eyes? Most extreme operations. Why? He wants you to realize one thing. He wants you to realize the magnitude of how bad sin is. He's not just talking about having to climb that cross because of this three-letter word, sin. He's talking about what sin does to your life. If you think a bad hip affects your life, if you think a hernia affects your life, if you think a burst appendix affects your life, Jesus wants us to know the magnitude of the poison that sin does to our lives. I've told you before, Romans eight thirty eight, the Bible says nothing uh, separates us from God. Not life, not death, not cancer, not poverty. Not things present, not things to come. Nothing in the mental, physical, emotional realm. And then the Bible contradicts itself. Because in Isaiah 59 it says there is one thing... That separates you from God. And that is your sin. Thy sin has hidden thee from God. He cannot bless thee. His face cannot shine upon thee. Thy sin gets in between you and God. You want proof? You and I will have it. Good Friday as we always do. When Jesus is hanging on that cross and out of his mouth comes these words... My God, my God, why thou forsaken me? And I can hear God saying back to him, I can see you, Jesus. The sins of all mankind, Isaiah 59, 2, the sins of all mankind have hidden you from me. Jesus says what he says to get majorly our attention. John 10, verse 10 and 11. I have come that you might have life, everlasting life with him in heaven, and that you might have abundant life while you're on this earth. If your eyes are looking at pornography, if you're addicted to that pastime, There is a poison that comes into your life. If your tongue, James 3, 9, with the tongue we bless God and with the tongue we curse men, made in the likeness of God. If your tongue is used for slander, and if it's used for gossip, and if it's used to destroy other people's reputations, and if your tongue is used to belittle your spouse or to belittle your children or your grandchildren for Pete's sake, The poison that you are letting loose is incredible. And the damage that you affect lasts for decades. And if your hands are used to embezzle a little bit of money here or there, and and if your hands are used for any sort of evil, and if your hands form fists that beat against other people, what's that? It's great poison being let loose in your life. And if Jesus says he's come that you might have life with great abundance, 
Sin poisons everything. The eye sees, the tongue speaks, the hands move. But every part of you is poisoned. And you know as well as I, with an addiction like alcohol, drugs, anything along those lines, with any sin, the poison seeps out of you, begins to affect your spouse, your children, your parents, begins to affect what happens at school, the commuter trade, people in your... It affects everything. And that's why Jesus said what he did. Why did he not literally mean hands go and eyes go and tongues cut out? Why did he not literally mean that? Because those are the instruments. But the mind and will behind the instrument is what Jesus is talking about. He couldn't be more blunt than in Matthew fifteen eighteen, where he says... The things that come out of the mouth come straight from the hearts. Sin comes from the hearts. For within the heart begins slander and murder and adultery and all the rest of that list. Jesus says, I want your hearts. Your eyes and your hands and your tongue, I could care less. If I have your heart changed, the instruments will be changed. If those pipes go bad, should we have Jason get up there with some wax and polish them and the pipes will be fine? If your watch breaks, you just need to polish up the crystal and it'll be working well. If your car breaks down, you just need to take it to the car wash and polish it up and it'll be fine. Jesus says the hearts. This past week, sadly, seven people killed in one day here in Chicago. What is that? On a Thursday? What is that? Does the gun get thrown into jail? Is the gun receiving the penalty? Jesus said, if I can get hold of your hearts... Everything, tongue and eyes and hands and feet, everything will change. 700 years before Jesus is born, excuse me, 900 years before he's born, here's David, Psalm 51. He says to God, after he sinned against Bathsheba, had Uriah killed, he says to God, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. He didn't talk about any other instrument of his body, his eyes, his hands, his tongue. He went straight to the matter. He said, create in me a clean heart. And God came to him and he forgave David. He went straight for David's heart. Acts 1.8, Jesus said to the disciples, after he is risen from the dead, he says to them, you still don't understand, you've seen me risen from the dead, you still don't understand, you're going back to fishing, and all the other stuff is happening. He said, stay in Jerusalem 
Acts 1.8, until the power from on high comes upon you. And when it comes upon you, it will grab hold of your hearts and your entire life will be changed. You'll spend the rest of your life being my witness in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the other ends of it. I want your hearts. I need the operation done on your hearts. We have a dear gentleman in this congregation, Steve Wojcik. He's been at Christ Hospital for three weeks. And his dear wife, Gail, who is here this morning, there is never a day that she is not there for great lengths of time. Is that the type of operation that Jesus is talking about? No, 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 no. The Holy Spirit performs the operation. And he does it by using the Greek term in the Bible. He invades your hearts. He invades your hearts. It's a military term when it talks about the Holy Spirit coming. It's a military term. He fights through Satan and sin and death and the power of the devil. He fights through those barriers in order to get to your heart and mind. And when he does, everything is changed. The eye, the tongue, the hands, the feet, everything is changed. Closing word. I will never forget that episode. It was a Saturday night. I was worshiping at another church. I wasn't preaching here. I didn't have a wedding. There were a thousand people there. And in the middle of that service, a man stood up, gave a testimony. He had to have been six foot nine, six foot ten inches tall. The build on this guy was beyond incredible. He had tattoos all over his body. His hair went down to his backside. He had piercings all over. And he stood up in front of a thousand people and he said, Here's a PG version of what my life was like. Seemed kind of R-rated to me, but he said, this is a PG version. And then he said, never forget the words. This big dude, covered with tattoos and piercings and everything else, he said, God invaded my hearts. And this long-haired, covered with tattooed, covered with piercings, man. God pushed aside sin, death, power of the devil. He pushed aside Satan. He went to this man's hearts. And this man serves the kingdom of God in mission and ministry. And you better believe that the people whose lives he touches are people that you and I would never get close to in a million years. He said, God invaded my hearts in his powerful name. Amen. Would you rise as we pray?
Heavenly Father, I don't like the pin oak tree that I see from my house because the leaves never fall. The maple tree is bare, the oak tree is bare, but this pin oak tree drives me nuts because those ugly leaves hang on all winter long. There will come something in another month, it's called spring. And through the trunk of that tree, out to the branches and out to the leaves, spring will come. And it will push off the dead leaves. And it will say, new life is coming into this tree. Remove yourself, dead leaves, because new leaves are coming. Heavenly Father, when the Holy Spirit invades our hearts, It pushes out the old stuff, and we become new creatures. And all of a sudden, our leaves, our eyes, our hands, our feet, our tongue, they are used for brand new purposes. And God, once again, has invaded and changed and transformed a human life for your kingdom. Be with us, Lord, as Ash Wednesday comes quickly and this season of Lent begins. Repentance and transformation in our Savior's name. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.